T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Like, Welcome back. Like having a child in here. Welcome back to the uh, Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. I'm not Mike McGivern, but he's right to my right. Good morning. I don't even need to be here, do I? <laughs> I wanted to be here today, though. It's great to be back to see you, man. Yeah, it's good to see That's you. It's a great plaid shirt. It's not plaid shirt Monday, but it's a wonderful plaid shirt. Thanks. You guys should see. It's very nice. Blue and white. Nice good colors. It, my, it kind of makes my eyes pop, right? Uh, well, you didn't have the Kelly Green you were talking about yeah, earlier this morning. You know what? We're talking high school basketball today, so we don't want to talk about my shirt and eyes. We're not talking fashion. Yeah, other than Is the, the, title, in here for the title of the book, man, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose, davidcookspeaks.com. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, Coach. Good to see you. It's great to see you, man. I'm, I, you know something? I know. I, know. I can't, You're I can't say, say it. You missed no, me. no, I can't do it. We're not scratch. Can, can we last start week's show? Over? Hey, did you happen to listen to last week's show? By the I way, I caught a little bit of it. I, where was I last week? Oh, you were down in Kenosha. Kenosha. We had oh, uh, a great time with Daryl Strawberry and, and Jason Romano. Yeah, oh my gosh. two uh, ex Faith in the Zone. Guests. Absolutely, good Absolutely. guys. Oh yeah, they, they how's Pastor Daryl? Good. Oh man, on fire. Yeah, he is. <laughs> when I tell people he was on Faith in the Zone, they look at me like what? And I go, Hey, let me tell you, this guy's changed, man. Absolutely. Up on the mountaintop. So last week we had seven or eight. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wives in here, and me, mm-hmm. and Jeff. Jeff's hitting on him. This is just bad. It's not good form at all. Um, and it was really a good show. And this week, I thought, you know what? I, I tried to put this all in the promo. When you think about basketball families, you know, you can think about the Deaners, you can think about the Bennetts. And when you think about it at this level, at the high school level, I think of the Milochniks. And so I called them and said, hey, would you guys come in together and let's talk a little bit about your teams. Both teams doing really well right now. Tried to get Scott Cooks to come in as well. Scott, again, turned me down. I'm done. I'm not calling him anymore. I'll you know what? I, 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 no, he, he'll say no to you too. In fact, I've never been a, a bigger New Berlin Eisenhower fan than I am right now. Wow. Oh, I'm just kidding. Wow. Man, you want to pull that microphone a little bit closer <laughs> to you. I'm only kidding, Scott. I'm just kidding. Come on, Scott. When, he, do, you, when do you want Scott on? Yeah, uh, no, he's done. He's banned now for oh, he's a banned? year. Okay. Yeah, he's man, banned. I tell you, no, what, you, run, you run a tough ship. I do, man. I'm a little crabby today. Can yeah, you tell? Yeah, I can tell. It's good Our to see you, Our special in-studio guest, uh, David and Dwayne Malachik. David's the head basketball coach, West Dallas Central. Dwayne, St. John's, man. Is it? Can I say St. John's Military? It's now Northwestern, right? It's now St. John's Northwestern Military Academy, yes. Oh, man. I, I'm just going St. John's, I think. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, a lot of people talking about you boys right now. 
And I had to get you in because we're in the same sectional and regional and all that, so you're going to give me everything you got, I hope. If you don't, that associate head coach that's sitting on the couch, that young boy, I can pick his brain. He'll give you all that. Still one of the greatest shots I've ever seen from you. Man, we'll talk about that. He hit a shot. He hit a shot where I was at, and we'll talk exactly. It was was at Wisconsin Lutheran College? Yes, it was. Yeah. I was at the at the media table and I had a perfect shot at this thing. It was and it was a half court. He let it go and man, it was great. The the funniest part about it was all the the, the cadets are the, they were all trying to get down on the court to rush the court and one kid got caught. And <laughs> one kid and everybody is going and it was right next to me and I was laughing and the security guy said you're not getting on the court. Guy goes, come on, man. Look at everybody else. He goes, I don't care about all those people, but you're not. And he picked out one (laughs) kid. And the kid just was so dejected. It was very funny to me because I wasn't the one trying to rush the court. Anyway, Dwayne, how you been? Everything's good? Very good. good. Everything's going very well, yes. Yeah, um, so far so good with this this team. Did you see it coming, Um, St. John's? Did you know in the offseason that you guys had a chance to, to, to be pretty good? I mean, you know, we've been building this now. This is our third year, and you know, we had a we, we felt we had an opportunity this year, and and uh, honestly, when I when we uh, played in the uh, the fall um, fall exposure or, or tournament that was going on prior to the start of the season, at that point, I kind of looked at DJ and I said, "We look we look like we could be pretty good." Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, it's we we keep uh, keep our guys try to keep them level right now and keep them hungry. Um, keep learning and, and not buy into hearing how good they are. So well, I, I they listen today. They're the greatest team I've ever seen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get their heads nice and big. The tough part of your schedule is ahead of you. Yes, the, we keep talking about that. The mm. fun part's coming up starting tonight. Yeah, you guys play at home against uh, Brookfield Academy, and I've seen them, and they're good. Yeah, well coached. Um, some really talented players. That's your last home game. This is it, yeah. Wow. We, we, you know, we had, uh, yeah, we had faculty and uh, staff appreciation night last night, followed up by, um, you know, for senior night tonight, and then that's it until, uh, you know, hopefully we continue on this the, the level of play we're at and get a home game to uh, start the tournament. You, you're gonna have chili tonight too. We're gonna have pizzas. 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 We should have had chili. Should have chili. It's yeah. cold out. What what time is what you time are the pizzas outside out there? What, what time are the weather? pizzas, Mac? Right, right after David the game. and I are. <laughs> Oh, after the game. After the game. Could you feed nope. us before the game? Because if it's a blowout, we want to get out of there. We, we, we want to. We want to be able to, to eat. Our schedule at Martin Luther is the exact opposite. We have one one road game left. Wow. At uh, Catholic Central in Burlington, and then you know what the rest at at home, and it's it feels like that we have not been at home uh, very often, and it'd be nice to get that that stretch in. You guys, on the other hand. Um, and, and, and looking at the schedule, it's some of the tough ones coming up. And, and, and I told uh, your associate head coach, you have one uh, cupcake left, and that's at Central. West Dallas Central. <laughs> you play, bring your JV there. You bring your JV, let them play. Because I'm telling you, David told me in the offseason, man, we got, man, I got nothing, man. We got nothing. We got no shot. And then all of a sudden, you start looking around, and bang, they're on top of that conference. I, I saw um, Coach Waltz, um, Dale, at uh, a place I was having breakfast, and we talked a little bit. And as I was walking away from the table, he said, have you seen West Dallas Central yet? I said, no. He goes, they're, they're the real deal. 
I said, really? He said, they're really good. And he said, I'm telling you, do not be surprised at the end of the season if you're not talking a lot about them. So, Coach, congratulations. Uh, there's a lot of respect from a guy who knows a lot about high school basketball, Dale Walls, who, you know, he's seen a lot of ball. Well, he I, loves your team. I appreciate that. Um, you know, like I said, going into the year, I knew we had a lot of talent, but every year it's a different year, and you just don't know if the guys are going to buy in and they're going to play together. And this year, like I said, this group has been uh, – they've been special. You know, we, we've grown a lot, and they start, they're start they starting to share the ball, which is awesome. So so when you told me out at New Berlin West that you you had you had nothing and – I I, I, I don't know if I ever said I yeah. had nothing. Oh, you <laughs> said, man, you know what? You just looked at me and said, man, what? you don't even have to what, man. These guys, man, I, I don't think we're These guys good. right here might be – they should have the – you guys write your book yet on Coach Talk? <laughs> because, I mean, they, they've got it down better. I used to coach against these guys, and I would never know. Oh, I, you know, we don't have it. We're no, sick. It's, uh, yeah. Our players, are, you know, he's he's got problems. And, you know, you know, Our 6'2 like kid is okay, and he walks in, he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. You know, that's it. Oh, yeah. He grew. Well, no, he, just, no, he, he grew. He was born yesterday, and he grew really fast, yeah. and he can play, so he's here. Hey, when I get to your associate head, head, head coach, is he going to have that coach speak down? Because – I know he was he had he was brash, man. He was he had some moxie to him at his younger days when he was playing. But he's got the coach speak down now. He's actually prepped me for today. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man, I don't know. Take the water away from those guys. Okay? Hey, t- Eric is the one that prepped all you because you yeah, know what? Absolutely. When she comes in, man, and I've had her in studio, man, she is on point. And she is polite, and she's very humble, and and then we go to a break, and she's you know she's Erica, and then all of a sudden the microphone goes back on, and she's like, well, thank you for that question. I'm like, who is that? Who is that talking? Hey, can we talk about the uh, the dynamic of 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 sports and, and in particular basketball with your family? Where it started, how it, you know, I would assume growing up that every Thanksgiving. You guys were out playing basketball, out playing something, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we had some of the biggest battles either out on the driveway or in the backyard playing football or whatever it might be. And, um, you know, actually, our dad, he started taking us down to uh, um, Athletes in Action, I believe it was called. Okay. Uh, down in Milwaukee. Yep. We'd take a group of Muskego kids, and we'd go down there. And there were many times he couldn't make it. And, you know, our mom would pile all the kids in a van and – take us down there to one of the playgrounds in Milwaukee and you know that's pretty much where it all started. How many how many kids? Five boys. Five boys. Yes. All all uh players? Everybody played, yes. Everybody played. Yes. Who, who wins now? <laughs> None of us. Kicking <laughs> 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 the game ends at eight. He came ends at eight. The first one to eight. <laughs> one. Am I? No, the younger hey, look at him. Yeah. He can still that's shoot who it. Wins now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can still shoot it. I there's yes. no doubt. Anthony all so it was your father and your mom? Yes. Um, was your dad a coach? Did he coach you guys? He did coach us, yes. Um, at the high school level or just in, in, uh, at grade school and, and AAU stuff or grade, summer league stuff? Yeah, grade school and, and just taking us. He started taking us to uh, tournaments up in uh, Sheboygan and, um, you know, just finding tournaments. Or Obviously, there weren't as many as there are today. Right. And, um, you know, so he would, he would pick them out, find them, and then – 
grab, yeah, grab kids from other school. He kind of got that ball rolling. He was um, doing AAU yeah. before AAU yeah. was, was yeah. around. Exactly. And yes. he wasn't making the kind of money some of these boys yeah, are no, making. He, <laughs> he was spending a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, okay. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Not basketball rap. And we'll talk about that. We're going to try to get a hold of Anthony. I lost his number, but we're going to try to get a hold of him. But was he a t- tough guy? Is he still around, by the way? Oh, yes, he is. Is, is yes. he still, is he, a t- was he a tough guy? Because you guys all have that reputation, some tough fellows, right? Well, he, he, you know, he took us into a, um, when I was a sophomore, just before I went to St. John's, he uh, took us into a, a, a college league at Washington Playground. And um, <laughs> went in there and actually, you know, Tony Main Sr., uh, we were playing against them, and actually he went onto the court because we were getting pushed around and kind of started a little, you know, not an altercation, but yeah. kind of showing us how you got to be physical and not be afraid. You <laughs> <laughs> guys still talk talk. about it. Yeah. But, they showed they us should. how to be physical and not be afraid. <laughs> so what, what did, is he, that? did he stop the game or did he join the game? He joined the game okay. for about, about a minute and a half. How physical was he in that minute and a half? Very, very. <laughs> oh, I would. I bet people still talk. We should have had him come in. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, I missed it. Didn't think of it. I missed it. Yeah, if he's he's not in the neighborhood, is he? The show might be not be long enough though. Perfect. <laughs> you get him. If, do you think he's listening? I, I'm not 100, sure. 118th think... in Grange. He pulls in, Matt. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna slap a headset on because I want to talk to him. I would love to talk to him. He must be so proud of, of not only his sons, but his grandsons, his grandkids in, in general, because there are some really good basketball players within this tree. Well, and that's where he, I mean, he comes to all the games. You know, he, whatever game he can make, he's running to Mosquito to watch the niece or grandkids play. He's running out to watch one of us coach, or he just loves being around the game and just seeing every all the kids play. Or What's coach he or like whatever. in the crowd? Quiet? Uh, yeah, really quiet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, see what you do to me. I always believe you, Malachek. I'm like, oh, really? Man, I, I'm not playing cards with you this ever. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Hey, what are you guys doing next week? <laughs> do you know that? Bring the, you back in. You know the word. Good. The word gullible is not in the dictionary. Did you know that? <laughs> anyway, for the people that are going to go look in the dictionary, it is in there. It's, it's a joke. I had a guy one time come up to me like a month later and go. You said it's not, it isn't the dictionary. I'm like, well, yeah, you're gullible, really? Because that's normally with me with when you say that stuff. He gets to as many games as he can. Who will he be rooting for when you guys play? Definitely us. Let's go something. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah. Funny story about that last year, we, we played at St. John's and, you know, we, play, we played the game of our season to, to knock them off and uh, for bragging rights in case for the year. In case you forgot. <laughs> yeah. We only it's, have another still week me. and a half for that. The, hey, the fact that you sent me the game highlights three times when you beat him. No, I'm just, he didn't. No, but talking to dad after the game, he, he was like, he was like very subdued and, you know, almost like depressed. He goes, he goes, I don't know how to feel. He goes, I am happy you won. He said, but I feel so bad for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell you that, did he? Uh, no. No. He did. <laughs> if um, I, I would think that that game, the whole clan will be there, right? I'm going to come to that one, I think. It should, it should yeah. be a fun one this year. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why we decided to do it on a Wednesday, hopefully get, you know, a good crowd out there so everybody could come. Because on a Tuesday, everybody's so busy. So we're hoping. And we kind of, we felt that both teams were going to be pretty good this year. It'd be a nice little... A game in the middle of the week. Yeah, February 13th yes. at uh, West Dallas Central. And uh, 
Yeah, I'll be there. I'm sure Coach Wallershine might be hanging out too because <laughs> we got we we got to get you guys on tape. We got to get a feel for you because I come playoff time. Um, it's a really good chance we'll get a chance to play each other and and uh, I would like it at Martin Luther. I don't want to head out. To the, I have had no success at St. John's. I, I just haven't when, when I've coached over the years. So I, it's a beautiful facility. But, you know, we're going to get to a break. On the other side of the break, I want to talk a little bit about the difference of you coaching there than, than a West Dallas Central or Martin Luther or Marquette High because there are some differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, are. and we'll do that on the other side of the break. Our special in-studio guest, in fact, we'll bring your associate head coach. Uh, David, I'm going to put you on. Not you, David. I'll call you, you am, I, am I out? Not, yeah, you're not <laughs> already out. Am I fired Dave, already? <laughs> Dave Malachik, yeah. I'm going to put you to the couch and bring DJ on. I can't on. even make it through the first segment. And we're going to talk a little bit about coaching at uh, St. John's Northwestern Military Academy. Is that how you say that? Yeah, that's it. There you Perfect. go. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. How can it be? I will not walk out of the studio again. I'll start picking this music, man. Welcome back to the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores. Mike McGivern alongside David Cooks, author, former coach at Marquette High, Concordia University. The book, a title, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. And uh, every one of my family members love the book, David. So Fantastic. Thank you. Really good Christmas gifts that we gave, and I appreciate that. You know what? Christmas is every day of the year. Yeah, so buy so the buy book. book today. <laughs> there you, there you <laughs> go. Man, look at that. He's getting you're getting good at this I'm, whole I'm thing selling yeah. books. Well, thing. I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, I, I, That's a really of, nice shirt you got on. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, we put David uh, Malachek, the head coach at West Dallas Central, to uh, to the couch and invited DJ Malachek. He's the associate head coach at St. John's alongside Dwayne. How is it coaching together, guys? First of all, DJ, it's good to see you. How you been? Good to see you as well. You still knock good. down a jumper once in a while? Once in a while, yeah. Yeah, pull that Step mic up there. just a little bit to you. There it's you go. Down. Oh, that's all right. We'll we'll get it fixed. Um, so that I always yeah, there you, go. there you go. I always talk about that shot every time I see you just because man, I my view on it was perfect. Um <laughs> you let that thing go, you kinda knew that you had, it had a chance, right? Who are you guys playing? I can't remember that. Hope Christian. Hope Christian yep. at Wisconsin Lutheran Cod. And it was, was it a regional game or regional something? Regional game, yeah. Yeah. So it was so winner, win, winner go home. Correct. And yep. you hit that shot. And it was, uh, I'm telling you, that that poor kid that couldn't get on the floor, I just still laugh at. <laughs> my other my other favorite St. John's story, I went out to, to see a game. And I was scouting a game and then got to my car. And I was leaving. And the cadets were walking across, the you know, where where the cars would come. So I stopped, and all the kids stopped, except two kids walked kind of in front of the car. No big deal. Well, one of the older cadets jumped out, told the kids to get back, came and apologized. And I said, no, it's... He said, no, we don't do that here. He he made these cadets get back in line and come to my car and apologize for... And I thought, man, I'm not I'm not in Milwaukee right now. i got to tell you, I am not in Milwaukee because these kids are not apologizing when they walk in front of my car. Um, what is the... How is the dynamic of coaching together? Oh, it's really... Uh, these three years, I've really, really enjoyed it. You know, coming off uh, working with Dave over at West Dallas Central for, I think it was six years. Yep. And then, um, you know, stepping in and having DJ... Uh, and watching him 
you know, being also a graduate of St. John's and sharing his stories, uh, it, it's really a good feeling. I'm really proud of the job he does. Um, I mean, it's I, I watched him last summer coach his summer team and um, saw the job that he did and the recognition that that team received over the summer last year and said, okay, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't consider myself real smart, but I'm not dumb enough to let someone <laughs> like that. He's going to be a head coach. And uh, with the jobs that opened up last year and stuff, I said, hey, you know, and he, he kind of brought it up. We talked about it, and it's just been a great, you know, a great job that he's done. I mean, he's brought we, – we've changed our offensive philosophy a little bit, and he's ran with that. And, um, you know, we're really starting to see it pay big dividends right now. Do you, and do you know that this dynamic doesn't always work? Correct. I do, yes. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. There's some some tough stories and some some – some stories that we've talked about in here with guys that said, look, I had my dad come back as my assistant didn't work. Mm -hmm. It didn't work because at the end of the day, he's my father. And he I, he doesn't agree with my philosophy, and I definitely don't agree with his. And so it was a one-year deal. So this is, is cool. You want to be a head coach one day? Yes, definitely down the line. Absolutely. Yeah? Did you know early on that you wanted to coach? Or when did this bug hit you? I mean, not – it's always been in the path. I've seen it just because of my dad, right. um, my uncle here, um, grandfather, yeah. grandfather, everybody, you know, my uncles, you my, guys my brother, or anything. <laughs> yeah. They coach, yeah, they coach, yeah. they coach. <laughs> they, they teach at the dog park. They teach <laughs> dogs how to run better. And, yeah, that's awesome. Nah, but when I got out of college, um, I jumped in it right away. Um, that's what, right when my dad got the job at St. John's, and you know, asked me to be a part of it. And then once I got the opportunity to meet the kids, it you know. Kind of ran with it from there and, and talk about your college. Where did you go to college? Uh, University of Massachusetts Law. Okay, um, like it? Law. Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. it. Four years just outside of Boston. Mm -hmm. um, great competition in the American East Conference. So good conference. Yeah, yeah it conference. is. Yeah, yep. And UNBC if you watch the, the movie, uh, what's the movie? The the, the two fighters from Law. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. It, it, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I can't Mark, think of the name. It's a really good and yep, it's a true right, story. Right there, the gym is right there. Yep, correct. Irish guy, uh, Irish brothers. They, they look we're like uh, they were tough guys. His brother spent a little time, that, did some bad that, stuff. That is Lowell in itself, right there. If you watch that movie, so. it's, it really it's a tough community. Yeah, yep. they, I mean on. they're really building the university, um, but then around it, it's a little bit. It's a tough community, but it, I mean it's gorgeous campus. What right made now. you go there? Just through the process of recruiting, I always wanted to go out east. It was kind of between, you know, getting out of the state, out east or down south, um, typically. And when I took my visit there, Coach uh, Coach Kuntz, who, you know, I have a great relationship. He actually left um, in October, my freshman year, and it's probably the best relationship I have with the coach to this day. What other offer? What other schools were interested? At that time, it was between Eckerd College down in Florida and UMass Lowell. But then, out of um, during my senior year as well, I got a scholarship offer to West Point Army. Wow! So. Well, I, you're I smart. You're a smart guy. Yeah. Oh, smart! <laughs> the apple, the, the apple, the, 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 the apple, apple fell. Yeah, the, yeah, the apple is not in the same <laughs> garbage. It. It fell Appreciate out of truck and kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I and I don't know if you even know this, but but I had a guy from. Uh, Holy Cross, maybe? Did, yes, I remember that. Yeah. So he he called me off the show and said, "Hey, look, I'm 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 uh, I, I get a chance to listen to the show, and somebody else turned me onto the show, and and I'm coming up to Milwaukee because there's a kid from Dominican I want to come see. Yeah. You want to go have dinner and come to see come to the game with me? I said, Yeah. And you guys were playing Dominican that night. That night. 
And um, we got there, and 10 minutes into the game, he said, I, I don't have any interest in that kid from Dominican, but who's that? <laughs> and I said, DJ Malachnik. He said, what do you know about him? I said, a lot. And he's, he comes from a big-time basketball family, and he said, might have some interest talking to him. Can you introduce me to him? Do you remember that? I do remember yeah. that, absolutely, and, and I appreciate that. Well, you know, it wasn't me. <laughs> I, in a way, do you know what? And, and what's interesting is I tell kids this, and they always roll their eyes at me. We had to get there 20 minutes before game time. In fact, 25 minutes because he had to watch the warm-up. He had to watch the interaction. He had to watch how the kid responded during warm-ups to other kids, all of that. So he picked you out during that point. And said, okay, look at who's this kid. But he was there to watch another kid. And I'm telling you, I knew exactly what was happening with the, with the kid he was there to watch. Because he got a foul that he didn't think was a foul. And, and he almost got a technical from that. A kid looked him off. And he waved the kid off like, come on, man. And the next time down, he looked him off. because he. And 10 minutes in, he said, nah, it's, the kid can play, but I don't have any interest. In fact, at dinner then, he was explaining his job. And he said, look, this is this is like a $200,000 date. You know, I, that's what I'm offering. Right. $200,000, I can't make a mistake. I can't, bring, I can't, you know, waste that kind of money. And so when he said, look, I want to talk to that kid because of how you handle yourself and what kind of basketball player you were. So that was really cool. Hey, this year's team, DJ, did you know, again, like I asked your dad, that, that you had a chance, this, this team had a chance to be pretty good? Uh, yes, I definitely did. Um, could I see them a lot in the summer, uh, coach, you know, being around them within what we've done over the last two years, I had confidence that, you know, not just on our talent, but that these kids have really matured over the last two years has been huge. Um, and to see that through the summer and then early in the fall with their workouts that we're putting in and dedication to the game and dedication to each other that, you know, I felt that we did have a, a strong chance. 13 and one. 13 and yes. 1. That that New Berlin Eisenhower score kept coming up that you won, then you lost, then you won. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know That's that. That's how no. the game yeah. was too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah. It's a good one. It was. Yeah, it came we were up in uh we were up in Lacrosse, I think, Martin Luther. We were playing uh on Minneapolis North. And looking at scores, it said that you, that you guys had won. Then I went back and it said you lost. Then I went back and it said, you, like, they changed it like three times. And I said to Wallachum, I have no idea. I, they either won or lost because it keeps going back and, and forth. New Berlin Eisenhower are a pretty good team, Dwayne. They are a good team. Uh, yeah. Nate, I mean, they, they're well coached and they did a, you know, they played well that day. Um, they had a young man hit a, about a 35 footer at the buzzer to put in an overtime and then, uh, you know, knocked us off in overtime. And you know, it was a, a good learning experience for us. Our, you know, it was good to see as we got away from it, we had kids with tears in the locker room. So we knew their hearts were they're you know, they're engaged into this. And, yeah. you know, we learned a lot from it. Hey, we're going to, uh, I am going to put you guys on, on, on the couch in the second hour. I want to talk about the dynamics of coaching at a military school. Because I think it's important that people understand, you know, there there's some things. It, when I, when we talk about it, it's a not a right to play basketball, it's a true privilege. Mm -hmm. That's times three where you guys are at. It absolutely is. Yeah, and and these kids understand that. Mm -hmm. They have they to understand, or they don't get a chance to play. We'll talk about that next segment, though. We're going to break down West Dallas Central a little bit, talk a little bit about their roster, and we will talk about the kids that make this team go later in the show. I promise you that <laughs> this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
get back right. Lost my cool. For a boy in a wheelchair, you got a little rhythm. Welcome What in the world? Give me the lights off so I can spray you. You need to be disinfected. High school basketball coaches show. Even the Melodics laughed at that one. Presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, in charge of the show, everything but the uh, bumper music, I guess. <laughs> My sidekick or co-host, whatever you want to call him, David Cooks, former coach at Marquette High. He said he used to get whooped up by West Dallas Central all the time. Is that true? No, that's not true. Uh, well, that's not true? <laughs> we had good battles. We had we some had battles. battles. I, you know, I had a good run, though. Yes, I, did. And you guys had, uh, boy, right toward the end of my run, you start, that's when you had... Uh, uh, the point guards, the Brandon really good guards, Brandon and Jarvis, yeah. and those guys, yes. and you had some some good athletes up front, and you guys start to really um, turn the corner. Yeah, those, those were tough. They became very tough games. Mm-hmm. I, I, your place might be the worst place I ever liked to play in. <laughs> I mean, it's just awful. Worse than St. Catharines? I never. Yeah, yeah, St. Yeah. Man, yeah, no, it was man. bad. I didn't like Saint the floor. Catherine's tough. I place. didn't like the floor. I didn't like the locker rooms. You know, it was per- that big space. and David, that's so we're doing a good Belichick, job then. perfect. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Exactly <laughs> everything you hoped for, Belichick, is exactly. St. John's is beautiful. Everybody oh, yeah. loves going out to those. All the referendums know, for the new floor and yeah. stuff. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Leave that floor in there. And well, can we take, put some orange on those yeah, lights? Hey, look, I'll possible. tell you this. The, I wouldn't. I don't envy the football coach at Central. You ever seen that practice field they got compared to Hale? Hale is like the Taj Mahal, man. I go to give a student-athlete a week award. They've got cones on the big grate that, you know, the sewer part. Yes. Because they don't want anybody to tackle anybody on the sewer part. <laughs> and I felt bad, man. It and the is. guy, the kid, the kid coach, like, this is what our kids know until we go over to Hale and you see what they've got over there. And I said, well, why don't you guys – said, they won't give us the busing. To go over there, but there's a barbecue place right where yeah. the boy, the boy blue, used to be right on the yes. corner there, Mister Mister Barbecue. It's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It is great oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, David Malachik, how you been from here? I'm good, man. Yeah, Woodland Conference. You miss a Greater Metro? Yeah, you know, you build relationships in there yeah. it, with the coaches and the rivalries. I, I do miss it, but at the same time, it it starts new ones. Yeah, in Woodland. It um, top heavy this year a little bit. It is. Yeah, okay. um, Pie struggled a little bit. Yeah, New but Berlin Joe, West is young. Yeah, Scott will get it going. He's a part Clawson, of the family. Clawson's got it going. You know, they're playing much better than what they were too he, early in the year. We, I had him in um, before the Hank Ramis, and he said, "Look, we we have some talent. We, he said, I think we'll be better at the end of the year than we are right now. But we've got to get one or two signature wins, and we just haven't gotten them yet." Um, Pewaukee, not what Pewaukee has been in the past. Well, the thing is, you look at, I mean, they beat some teams. Yeah. I mean, they played well, and they've, you know, they've struggled here down the stretch after they beat us. But um, So maybe it's more balanced than top-heavy? It is. It's really balanced. It's, it's uh, I mean, every night you got a, you got teams that can play. And if you take a look at Eisenhower, you know, going out beating St. John's, you take a look at Pewaukee, like I said, they beat Classic 8 teams. Um, yeah. You know, Greendale's competitive with, with teams. And, and so uh, Wisconsin Lutheran has beaten some teams. You know, and, and so the league is just kind of, to me, beating up on each other. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Hey, talk a little bit about this this uh, roster. Is it senior-laden? Is it a young team? Is it a it's nice mixed. mix? It's, a, it's mixed. You know, we got some really good uh, veteran senior leadership in Jake Fierce and Glenn Martin. You know, Jake is leading us in scoring and rebounding, and Glenn, 
you know, Glenn has really done a great job at the point guard of, you know, we, we've been talking about it for four years with him, you know, and being able to run a team. And this year he has done an outstanding job. And, and uh, you know, I, I can't say enough about him Good. because he is the key for us uh, being unselfish because he could come down and shoot a lot more than what he does. But he really makes a conservative effort to get in our big guys the ball. We got a junior in Shiloh Bowles who's having an outstanding year. And then we got a couple of sophomores and freshmen. And, uh, and the Joshy Tolfrey is going to be, you know, he's a kid starting for us as a freshman and, and could be, you know, he's going to be really good. 6'4 yeah. as a freshman. Yeah. Got room to grow? Yes. And just a great work ethic. And then the sophomore, Jaquanis Road, same thing. You know, two kids that are very talented that have bought in and playing their roles. Um, two questions for both of you guys. How hard is it in today's game to get kids to buy into their roles, number one? And two, was it an easy decision for you? And I haven't looked at your roster, Dwayne. I know you're senior laden. But to, to have a freshman come up and play varsity, the seniors got to accept this kid, and he's got to be something special to be able to play at that level. So question one Getting kids nowadays to buy into their roles, difficult or easy for you? Um, both. Yeah. You know, because every kid is different. And, and so each year is different. And so my biggest thing is having that open communication with them. I had I have two seniors that come off the bench for me, and they should be starting, or they could be starting. Right. Um, they worked their tails off <clears throat> this summer and really worked. And by pulling both to the side and I say, you know, if, if we're going to have the year that we want, I said, I really could use you two coming off the bench with that experience and, and having that second unit, leading that second unit. And I said, if you guys buy into that and are willing to do that, we can really have a good year. And, you know, they've done it. Now, both of them have stepped in and started a couple games because of situations. Um, you know, and they play a ton of minutes for us. So they, they've done an outstanding <coughs> job. Dwayne, same question for you. I, I find the same thing. Um, you know, we get we we work on that, getting our kids to buy buy into what their roles are. And um, in our top eight right now, we have four seniors and and you know four uh, underclassmen. And uh, you know, they I, one of the things that's a lot of fun with this group is they really and I, and I do agree, it's different year to year. You know, depending on the kids that you have, and you do treat each one differently. You have to get through to each one. You know, you have to find out how how you can get into you know get them to buy in. And, um, you know, it's one of the things that we've been most proud watching this year is the way we share the basketball, you know, and that's a great indication of that senior leading leadership. And then our younger guys start to see that, and it just continues to grow. So what exactly are you <laughs> running offensively? And, and well, uh, we knew this was going to be some kind of scouting session. So. <laughs> no. No. How dare you? I'm, I'm an Irish guy. I, I, I don't that. do I'm, any of that stuff. No, of hey, that, but yeah. DJ, thanks for the tapes. <laughs> All the, he, he's taping practices now instead of me practice tapes just because he's a really nice guy. You know, w w listening to you guys, and, and one of the things that, that I discuss when I talk about leadership and communication is everybody, regardless of whether it's basketball or life, they want to know three things. What's my job? How do I get paid and how do I get promoted? Period. And and yes. the, the importance of being clear, concise, and consistent in your communication as a coach up front and sticking with it, I think makes a difference in how your kids respond. Wait, when you I, had that conversation there, and not but this is gonna feed into that. These two seniors, there had to be a little bit of pushback. Um, you know, and I asked them, I go, you know, you need to be honest with me. You know, and like I said, Rob Vernell. 
it, he's been a lockdown defender, a best three-point shooter, just awesome off the bench. Um, and then Cam Drury, same thing. He's a captain. And they both, you know, and I'm like, you got to be honest with me. I don't want you saying, oh, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then you're sitting on the bench being like, oh, this ain't, this ain't right, you know. And they have totally done what they needed to do for the team to win. Did, did Do you find yourself thinking as the game is five, six, seven minutes in, man, I got to get these two guys in because of what I promised them? Not what you promised, just that they're going to help the team. You know, so you take a look at situations, you can get them in and get them to help you. So, I, I find um, it it more difficult sometimes after a kid will come up and say, hey, look, I, uh, man, I'm doing everything you asked me to do and, and I'm not getting the time. And then to all of a sudden for me to say, look, okay, let me let me pay attention more to that. Let me make sure that I, you know, much more than if a parent comes and says, how come my kid's not playing? I, I, I'm okay. I don't mind that. I don't think twice about that. But when the player does, I have a hard time with that. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I think there's a, a misnomer out there or some fairy tale that because you work hard, I'm going to play you. I, we have to stop that. Yeah. I think you need to somewhere in your coach speak world, you need to start telling them the expectation for you to have an opportunity for me to think about playing you is that you play hard that's and a, show up on time and, and show up on time and take care and of your business, take care the of classroom business. And, and then I'll think about that based on the context of our team and, and, and our mission. And I, th- and I think, you know, I've, I've worked against these guys and, and I know a lot about these guys and one of their strengths, I think is they're honest. They don't, you don't have to, they don't sugarcoat things. They tell you where you are. And then they try to help you to understand and be successful in that in that role, and that and that's huge. Did that come from that's Dwayne Senior? Do you think for you guys? It absolutely did. I mean, he ran a, a family business for our you know a family business for gosh, it had to be forty five years, right? And um, you know, so you know, he developed that that train of thought, you know, for in us growing up, and you know, and be, be tough, be honest, be on, right, mm-hmm. be straight with people, that's and right. and and. Take care of people that you need to take care of. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Mark Miller is going to join us for a few minutes from Wisports.net. We'll talk a little bit about an article that um, he put like preseason or midseason review. A little surprised not to see uh, Central in there. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you don't mind that, do you? (laughs) I see St. John's in there. I see Martin Luther. And you're you're the only one smiling. I'm good. Man, Unnoticed does not mean not recognized, yeah, yeah, right? No doubt. We'll get you a break. We'll talk to Mark Miller for a couple of minutes at eleven fifteen. Gary Gresh from St. Norbert's going to join us, and in between that, we're going to talk to the Milachik boys, and we're going to continue to talk about their teams, but all this other stuff that the family. It's like you're not getting paid a ton of money, but it's a family business, man. And Thanksgiving, I got to believe that. You know, if you have five P's left on your plate, your diagram and some kind of flex, you know, UCLA screen type they're stuff. Not, you know, some, they're not going to give you any information. You, no. went to the, you went to the dinner table now. We've got P's on the table. You might as well just cut that I'm out. I'm just going to have to go out and watch it myself. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I was wondering why the pizzas were delivered to that so late. I'm just kidding, boys. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. 
Mike McGivern alongside <laughs> David Cooks and the Malachik family. A couple of them are in, in uh, studio, and this is fun, man. Dwayne from uh, St. John's and uh, David from West Dallas Central, now joined by Mark Miller with Sports.net. Mark, how are you? Good, Mike. How are you? Yeah, we're good, man. We're having fun today, I got to tell you. <laughs> it is yeah. always fun to have the... Look, I, I talk about basketball families, and you talk about the Bennett's, you talk about the Deaners for sure, and you talk about the Malachniks. And uh, this is a basketball family. And to have these guys in studio and have it, you know, them willing to come in alongside DJ, um, it's it's been a really fun show. Hey, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the, uh, the article that you put out uh, yesterday, midseason review, top 10 uh-huh. teams, and all. I just want to talk about the team aspect of it. And, sure. um, you know, I think uh, that Nicolet being number one, I think that's that's hands down. I mean that that team is awfully yeah. talented, and and I don't think that they're going to have any issues, uh, you know, running the table is is what I think. Um, I think there's a couple of Division two teams that might give them a little bit of a a struggle. In fact, one here in Milwaukee, Washington, if they get everybody back and they're playing well, um, I think they have a chance to at least make it interesting. But um, Nicolet is is I think hands down. The best team, number two, Sussex Hamilton. Um, boy, they're they're awfully talented as well, Mark. They are, they are. You know, the thing about Hamilton uh, is that they can really space you out with a lot of different shooters, um, and then of course they have the difference maker in Patrick Baldwin Jr. Uh, just like Nicolay, you know, with the difference makers in Jamari Sibley and Jalen Johnson. I mean, those guys are are awfully, awfully good basketball players uh, who can hurt you in a lot of different ways. It's not just uh, scoring. You know, they can rebound, they can pass, they. Can defend they can make things difficult for the opponent's top score um so those two teams uh, are obviously um very very good you know they have sustained losses but uh um they uh, sussex of course lost to to um nicolay and nicolay's lone loss came to an out-of-state team and uh, sussex as well they their other two losses were to out-of-state teams so um i think you know on paper at least those are the two favorites going into the postseason here in a few weeks at the division one and two level but, yep you know uh, they're going to get a, they're going to get people's best shots, and they're going to have to be mentally as well as uh, mentally strong as well as the the many talents that they bring to the court. Hey, number three, you've got Lacrosse Central. Number five, you've got Madison East. Notice I skipped right over number four, boys. You notice that? Number six <laughs> is Kimberly. Number seven is Brookfield East. What high schools you go to? Number eight is Waukesha <laughs> West. Number nine, the Mighty Spartans from Martin Luther. Number ten, Milwaukee, yep. Washington. Your number four team has one loss. I can't remember who they lose to, Mark. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of explained that a little bit in the story. Um, I know. I'm just, I you know, I'm just kidding. I watch uh, Wapon last week uh, at our border battle, and uh, I'll tell you what, they looked really, really, really good. Um, I just thought that, uh, you know, they, they obviously played the game at your place before Christmas, and yeah, you I'm just, a ton of threes. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. Happen, you know, I mean, that's life on the road. Um, I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's uh, there's division three is very, very competitive as you, as you know. Um, and you know, any number of teams really, uh, could, could end up winning the state championship. Um, and certainly Wapon and Martin Luther and St. Catharines and several others are, are right there. St. John's. Yeah, Cause I got, <laughs> lot, I got the Belashik family and, and their sisters and uncles all yeah. in the parking lot listening. And if you don't say St. John's, they're going to take it well, out on me. <laughs> I, I, I saw St. John's earlier in the year um, on the, on the way back from watching Marcus Howard scored 45 against Kansas state. And um, 
they played uh, university school that night uh, at St. John's, which is a great place to watch a game, by the way. And uh, and they looked really good. I thought they were a very solid team. Uh, not they have the inside and outside game, and they got a really good point guard. So, you know, when you have a great point guard and, and you got a, a shooter like the sophomore they have, uh, Brandon uh, Podzinski, I think his name. I'm probably butchering that Pazinski. name. Podzinski. Um, Podzinski. Yeah. And then of course you got Jalen Kelly in the in the post. I mean that's those are three really good things. And I, I was listening to you guys on the way in, and um, you know the tough schedule part of the schedule for for uh, St. John's is coming up. And uh, I remember watching all those guys that you have in studio play. It's pretty crazy how long I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Dwayne in the Worcester tournament years and years ago with that incredible St. John's team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, boy, those are good memories. Those are some some great basketball teams. Was that was that the Ronnie Williams and all those guys? Yes, Ronnie wow. Williams, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was yeah, that was, was some kind of basketball, wasn't it, Mark? Xavier at the time, and uh, we came down there with one loss in '79, I think it was, and mm-hmm. they they blocked about 20 shots in that game, <laughs> rule us out. And Dale you know, Hoffman had the uh, article in the Milwaukee Sentinel the next day, and. The, the 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 first paragraph said something along the lines of St. John's was blowing its cover while it was blowing Appleton Xavier off the arena court. That didn't make me too happy, you know, being a, a Xavier student at the time. But they they just crushed us. I mean, they they were blocking shots into the third and fourth row with with Williams and St. Carmontoot and and uh, and certainly Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Malachi just I'm not said sure it was. got any blocks. Malachi just told me it was 23 blocks that day. Yeah. He's got it. He remembers everything. He said he had three steals and one block. Just see, no, he didn't. No, he I do remember block. the scouting report going into that game though, and and Coach Coach Rickard had uh, Dwayne Johnson and Ronnie Williams both double teaming Dorshner the first time he touched the ball and said, "Block the shot," and he may go down to the ground on that first play as well. But we're going to make sure that he knows we're here to play today. Well, yeah. thank goodness yeah. you guys don't do that now at St. John's. No, we don't. we're very, very gentlemanlike. Gentlemen, like that's awesome. Hey, Mark, uh, we only have one or two more minutes left. Um, surprises in a good way for you so far this year is there any any surprises that that you said boy i didn't see that one coming and and that team's really coming together well yeah we got a few of them i think that are actually playing today at our john shakoris classic out here at homestead we got seven games today and one of them is homestead i think that they're they're having a really good year and um of course they got beat by nicolay but uh and they got bumped off by franklin but you know other than that they've, they've really had a really solid season um i think lake country lutheran um in in Dwayne's conference has, has been a little bit of a surprise um, just in the fact that they're, you know, I think they're 11 two right now. Um, you know, those two kind of come to mind at certainly in the city conference, I, you have to go at Bayview. Um, you know, I, I thought yeah, they had doesn't finish in the upper half, but you know, to have one loss. And then, you know, I think David's team at West Hell central uh, is another one. Um, you know, the, the Western uh, division of the woodland is always so competitive and to see Wisco and West Ellis Central and Pewaukee all up there, um, you know, is, is is I wouldn't say it's a surprise necessarily, particularly with Pewaukee because they've been so good the last few years. But I think West Ellis Central would would uh, would factor in as a as a surprise team as well. And you know, D- David you know, left the studio because he looked at the sheet and he saw that his name wasn't even in special mention. He said, "I'm not sitting in that studio with Mark Biller if he's not." No, he, he in fact he's happy that he wasn't in that mention. Yeah, exactly. he, he wants to fly underneath that off, radar screen. Off. Fly under the radar screen. Hey, uh, Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I always appreciate your time. Yep. Um, I, I really do. And, and come playoff time, uh, I'm going to ask you, next time you get in this market, 
for anything. If it's a Saturday, I got to get you in studio. We have not yet ever yeah. been able to to, to figure no, that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll kick David fun. Cooks out, and you'll be my co-host. There, there we there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know what? I got to trade up when I can. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Hey. Good talking to you, Mark. Hey, Mark. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break. We're gonna talk more about the roster from St. John's. We haven't done that yet. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the seniors and some of these young kids that are making this team go. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always, presented by our friends at your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, alongside David Cooks, author, former coach. Name of the book, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. Go to davidcooksspeaks.com. Hey, we have not had a chance to kind of go through the roster of uh, of St. John's Northwest Military Academy, so I've have uh, DJ back on the mic along with Dwayne. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, looking at, at at certainly some of the stats. You know, one, two, three, three, almost four guys in double figures, which uh, always makes it a tough putt. You know, you don't as 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 a coach who's going to possibly get a chance to play you guys. Who do we shut down? Who do we try to take out? That kind of stuff. Let's talk a little bit about. Oh, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. DJ, you don't trust me at all. DJ, let's play this game. If you were me, who do you try? No, I'm just kidding. We need to video this. Let's, we should go live with this. Let's talk about. We are live. You know what I mean, oh. man. Video live. Oh, right. video live. Is that, is that um, what it's called? What do these guys do for pregame meal? We got to make sure we find out about Oh, I, I'm telling you, because there's a Wendy's out in Delafield. You know that? There has to be. Has if there's to be. not, there will be. Hey, um, talk about some of these players. Who's the guy, guys that get you going? If we come to watch you play, if I come to watch you play Brookfield Academy tonight, mm-hmm. who am I watching? Well, you know, I mean, we got we have our top four, obviously, when you look at the stats. Um, but I tell you, I, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on before that was, you know, we have, we, uh, we have two seniors that, you know, they would be starting on a lot of other programs. Matter of fact, one of them started for us last year as a junior He's, a, he's been a two-year captain for us, and he's bought into his role, kind of like Dave was talking earlier. And uh, those guys do a great job, um, and that's uh, Franklin Shures and Sean McHugh. And then, um, you know, then rounding out our top eight, we have D.C. Jensen, who comes in and does a great job defensively. He's bought into his role. His playing time has been going up because of what he's done buying into that role. And, um, you know, it, you know, and it's a fun thing to see. Um, you know, and then it, we, Dykim Teal, he's a senior, uh, he's our glue guy. And, uh, you know, we lost James Kelly for a couple games with a minor injury a few weeks ago. And, and, um, Dykim stepped up and was huge. He had a 21 point game and a 16 point game, you know, and he's really taken into the role of being a defensive stopper and, you know, re- rebounder for us. And like I said, he's our glue guy. So, uh, and it, another guy is Deshaun Watson, um, you know, another guy that would be averaging double figures in other programs, 
but he's buying into his role as a second point guard on the floor and and um, and another another lockdown dis- defender that we count on every night. Uh, and without that, you, you know, we don't have this. Uh, you know, the stats from our top top three guys in the stat co- category. Hey, when we talked uh, a little bit earlier, it's it's different. Where you guys coach is different than where I coach, mm-hmm. than where David coaches, um, where David, uh, your brother coaches. These kids are expected to take care of their business seriously on at camp on campus. I mean, they it's not like they can blow off a couple of classes here or there. They can't, you know, be late for right. I mean, this is this is a military school, and I think that that the 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 things that you have to face and these kids have to understand of it's a privilege to play on this basketball team is two or three times what any of us else, any of the other coaches in the area have to go through, correct? No, it, it's They have a very strict daily regimen um, beginning with going to breakfast, getting up and going to breakfast. Classes start at 8. They run till the middle of the afternoon, and then, and then there's athletics. During the basketball season, our basketball players go right to study hall from 4 to 6, um, get dinner, and then we practice from 7 to 9. And the rest of the core will have athletics from 4 to 6, and then they have mandatory study hours Sunday night through Thursday night um, from 7.30 to 9.30. Go ahead. What do you got, Cooks? Anything? Nothing? Well, anyway. they, they, all I know, I'm going to talk yeah, they got a lot of glue in defense, so that's just got to be. No, oh, I did. Yeah. Got that. I wrote it right down. A lot of glue, a lot of defense. Now, yeah. let's talk about, like, your, your where, do you, where do your kids come from? I mean, it's got to be a special young man that is going to want to come there uh, or is – uh, encouraged to come, to come there, there sure. yeah. kind of thing. You know, where, where do you kids come from? What do you what what you know? What's the best uh, the characteristics, I guess, that are necessary for someone to survive there? I mean, you you graduated from there, right? Correct, 2011. Did you want to go there? Be <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. You could be honest. That's why I looked at him. No, yeah. Um, it's been, it was brought up when I was you know in middle school, growing up. Um, the Rickards have been part of our family. Uh, Gary Rickard coached my sure. dad, and yep. then Brian was the coach at the time. So it always was brought up. I always said no. I had a good situation at Muskego. Yep. Um, and then after my sophomore year, I was actually in the middle of my sophomore year after the basketball season, it came up again, and um, I felt that it was the best opportunity for me to grow. Look, and, and you don't have to. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. What were you were you starting to get curious and going down the a, a path that maybe you shouldn't and and maybe this was something that could help no or- i mean it was it was just i had a vision in mind that i wanted you know play college basketball which comes along with athletic or uh, academics and i saw the opportunity of the time management there um you know, and they, my dad always talked about it. I never really believed him, you know. <laughs> you, you believe him now. I believe, yeah, but then it clicked my sophomore year. I was like, yeah, it's best for, you know, I have goals and of what I want to do, and I felt it was best situation from the from my parents talking me through it. Because a, a lot of times I think the perception is he's going to get a troubled kid that needs right. to have discipline and structure in his life in order for him to make it, but that's not always the case. Well, it's it, no, and look, no, no. I mean, all the rumors out. I mean, you you got to understand back then, you leave a mosquito to go to St. John's, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there's, well, why, what? He's, well, first of all, his daddy's making him. Or <laughs> second, you know what? Ah, oh, you know, he's getting a little trouble. They got to straighten the kid out. There's, everybody's got some kind of comment. And I, until I asked you, I, I just figured you just wanted to go there and there's there a good path. I had no idea. 
But you're right, David, that there's that of is it only and it's not. I mean, these are these are kids. Some of these kids want to continue in the military world. Correct. That is correct. correct. We have, we currently have five five former cadets that are all at West Point. Um, so every year over the last four or five years, we've we've placed a, a student at West Point. And so yes, not everybody, but there there are those that do choose to take the path of the military. Did you think about going to West Point? I mean, you had that opportunity, right? I mean, I definitely thought about it. Um, but at the time, it's just not – there is a commitment after after um, school at West Point, a five-year commitment, and it's just not – it wasn't something at the time that I wanted to pursue. What was the shock to the system? Do you, do you know what was the – like, you got to be, I first okay, got I'm not there, in Kansas mm-hmm. anymore. When I first got there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember it to this day. I played baseball for the school right away when I got there. Um, and, and during that time, it's AAU season as well, and I was told – it was just confusion of, hey, you can't go to practice, all this, because you have responsibilities on campus. And it, and that's when it really hit me, like, things are different here. You have to, you know, you have to do your job on campus in order to have the, the privilege to go out and play AAU basketball and et cetera. If you had a son and, and your son came to you or you came to him in the middle of his sophomore year and he was somewhere else, would you, now rec- would you recommend St. John's to your boy? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I think it takes a special I, mm-hmm. look. I think once you get through it, and I've never been through it, mm-hmm. so I, I, just from the outside looking in, and Dwayne, you you can speak to this more than any of us. But once you get through it, the the benefits that you get for the rest of your life for what you learned at that campus will st- should stay with you forever. It, it absolutely does. Um, you know what I kind of like to always say, and we talk about it with our players is. Um, St. John's isn't for everybody. That, that experience is not for everybody. But everybody that does go through that experience and, and goes through the journey and makes it through, it is life-changing. And um, I remember talking with Trayvon Hughes about it. He comes out and talks to our guys periodically. And um, he, while he was at Wisconsin, they, uh, they would have him go to the 6 in the morning workouts. Um, because they knew they could count on them to be on time, right? Um, you know, and our, our guys do learn that that character building and discipline that they that, that they get there and the time management, like DJ talks about. Um, it, it's fun to watch the process because when they come in, they're deer in headlights, and then when you get to see them as seniors, you know, you just see the maturity level, and it's it's awesome. DJ, what do you are you on campus or what do you do? No. What, what do you do for a living? I work outside sales. Okay, for, for who? Uh, State Industrial. How's company. business? Good? It's good. Yeah? yeah. You like it, it? It's flexible. It allows me to do, you know, the coaching that right. I do. So. Yeah, sales Outside is tough. sales. I've been doing that forever. It's, <laughs> tough. it's a tough game. Yeah. yeah. The world is tough, man. Absolutely. Yeah, commission sales guy or? Both. Both? Oh. Structured both. Yeah. Good. Okay. boy. Hey, let's get to a break. <laughs> Other side of the break, Gary then, he's, Can we talk about some basketball with this guy? He's going to talk about sales now. We know what he does in sales. <laughs> Are you dating her? <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Does she want to come in and meet us? Yeah, just Let's get, basketball hey, play. Before we get Anything to crush, what do you, you guys are a different animal when it comes to pregame meals. They feed you right on campus and stuff. We um, for, for the coaches, that and you guys are going to get some of these from, from Wendy's, but we, we Coach Wallersham and I couldn't figure out the best thing to do. How do we do this? So we met with the people at Wendy's, and it's Wendy's and Chili's and Perkins and Fazoli's, and we met at their, their uh, office. And they sat down and said, look, here's what we have on our menus that would be great pregame meals. Mm-hmm. And it gave us a really good price. So every before every game, three hours before every game, 
I go up and and it's they have this whole thing set up this week. You're at Fazoli's next week. You're at Perkins, and uh, they're taking full credit for the season we're having. They're like, it's on us, man. And don't you lose tonight, because I don't want to hear from those guys that you lost after eating our food. So I want to thank our friends at at, uh, at Wendy's and, and Fazoli's and Perkins and Chili's, and you guys are all going to get some uh, some Wendy's certificates before you leave, and you can uh, take your staff, your son, you can take like, yeah, you can take all the people out in the parking lot waiting to beat us up. You know, those take all of them. But want to thank uh, Wendy's for for doing that. Other side of the break, head basketball coach Saint Norbert, Gary Gresh, going to join us. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio one hundred five seven FM, The Fan. Do you ever wonder why a basketball coach does what he does? What's his coaching philosophy? What are some of the drills he does every day to make his team better? It's time for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by the Bryant and Stratton College Athletic Department. Name of that band is Tango Lines. It's my son-in-law's band. Bunch of teachers from Homestead, coaches from Homestead High School. Tangled Lions? Tangled Lines. L-I-N-E-S. Tangled Lines. Like I said, Lions. 53 weeks the name of the song. It's stuck in your head, man. You'll be saying 53 weeks, but it's only 52 weeks in a year. What kind of math do they do over there? Man, you must have went to Market High, not Tosa East. Because <laughs> you know stuff like that. I'm only kidding. Our next guest, he's the head coach at St. Norbert. Gary Gresh, how you doing, coach? Mike, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me yeah, on. I don't mean to rip uh, Tosa East. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> now, he was ripping me, so yeah, that's yeah, what that yeah. was. It's easy to rip those Marquette High boys. You know that. That's that's yeah. easy. Coach, so yeah. far, so good, man. You guys playing pretty well. Yeah, we're, we're doing well in the conference. We're 11-1 and in the conference. Um, we really challenged ourselves in the non-conference and took some losses. We went 2-5 and five outside our league but played a tough non-conference schedule, and to give our kids a lot of credit, they learned from those losses. We got better in turn and have played pretty well within the league so far. Hey, Coach, um, you've been now at uh, at St. Norbert's quite a while, and, and I've always wanted to ask you this, and I don't think I can do this, and I don't think I'll get an honest answer, but I I have to ask, when when some of the other schools and some division a Division One school up in that area has made changes have they come knocking on your door saying, hey, do you have any interest in coming over here? And if they have not, does that bother you? Well, um, I, I interviewed twice at UW-Green Bay. Both times it was open. Um, and really that's that's the only job that really interests me. Um, most of the times now when you take another job in the coaching profession, you're uprooting your family, your kids are switching schools, um, you have to sell your house and relocate. <clears throat> So um, that's the only one that would have interested me in the past, um, only one I've interviewed for. Um, and I think the days of Division Three guys going to Division One, um, it, it would really take an AD with a lot of courage um, and really a, a lot of sureness about himself to do something like that. Um, you look at what Bo Ryan did at Platteville. He won, I believe, four national championships before anyone gave him an opportunity at the Division One level. And then Coach Bennett, what he did at Stevens Point to get an opportunity at Green Bay. But you hear fewer and fewer of those opportunities where those guys are moving up from Division Three to Division One. And, and certainly when you have kids, which we do, I have a sophomore um, right here in town at Green Bay Notre Dame, and then my daughter 
um, is a seventh grader, it changes a lot of things for you. So it really doesn't bother me. I'm thankful to have a great job where I'm at at St. Norbert. Coach, you you live in that St. Norbert bubble, you know, and 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 you you've done a great job too. If I do my math correctly, two forty five and seventy eight, and I, look when I talk to coaches from all over, if we talk about some of the better coaches in this state, your name is always brought up, and so that's that's why I asked that question. It's not a question that you know maybe I should ask you that off the air, but I just find it odd that. You know what? I we have a guy that everybody thinks is one of the best coaches in the state of Wisconsin, at a really good school like St. Norbert. And I, I, if they're listening, they're like, "Would you shut up, McGivern? You know what? We don't want him going anywhere. In fact, we don't have him coaching girls golf anymore because we want him staying here." Um, so that's why I wanted to bring that up. Hey, coach, looking at your roster. Obviously, um, just littered with Wisconsin kids, and I think that that's really important. And I say it all the time. I I want I have coaches on this show that give our kids a chance to play at the next level from the state of Wisconsin. And when you look at your roster, it's about seventy percent Wisconsin kids, and I want to thank you for that. Well, the the quality of basketball um, in Wisconsin is so good, and I think with recruiting, you have to start inside out. You want to keep your best players at home. Um, we've dipped into Illinois a little bit, um, but you can really tell, especially the coaching at the high school level is so good in Wisconsin. When we get a kid, you can really tell he's got the fundamentals, the discipline, the work ethic. So I think it's really a credit to the quality of coaches at the high school level, especially in Wisconsin. I appreciate that. Hey, you had a chance <laughs> to coach Gary Gress a little bit, huh? Uh, well, David you know, Cooks? What, what did, it, I don't think he was it. Was it were you a guard? Like, like what Danny, did, Vic Danny AU team. <laughs> yep. And that's Vic. when that's when AU was kind of just getting started and turning the corner and from not from then it really really exploded the next couple of years when I got done and I graduated high school in 91. Right. So you were you were there um we were that was the Silas Mills uh Calvin Rayford, Calvin Rayford Mac Levain, yeah. uh Rankin yep. you Damon Key Damon Key Camucci, yeah. Logderman. I mean, the list goes yeah. on, and that was a great run. That those are some yeah. players right there. Oh yeah, and, and Gary was good. We're a year older, so we got to scrimmage against those guys every day at Holy Cross Grade mm-hmm. School. So um, you really learned a lot going against those guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys were always kind to me because you guys would have to lift me up and down the stairs because that <laughs> yeah. was that was not an accessible place. Remember that? And it'd be yeah, hot in there, and um, we we get it done. So man, that's awesome. Yep. Hey, Coach, on this segment, uh, what what we like to do is ask uh, you to give us one or two staple drills, and whether it's a shooting drill or a shell drill or a rebounding drill, something that you do every day, every day in sure. practice to get kids better. Um, and it's almost become like a little mini clinic. i got to take notes because I'll get calls you know, in two days from now saying, was he talking about, you know, was it, were they facing up to the basket or back to the basket, that kind of stuff. So if yeah. you could give us one drill you do every day, that would be great. Sure. Yeah, and it's kind of kind of tough over the air, but I'll I'll tell you when um, when I first got here, um, we weren't very athletic. We didn't have a deep roster, so the quickest way to make up the difference between ourselves and the best teams in the conference and the country was with the defense and the rebounding, and that's been always kind of our our base and what we rely on and what we hang our hat on. So I, I think instead of giving you specific drills, I'll tell you every day we we tried to guard the ball. Um, one-on-one, whether it's you know a, a zigzag drill, um, a closeout drill, 
uh, a driving line drill. We try to really guard the ball, stay in front of the ball, move our feet, um, try to do that every day. We try to do a, a, a team transition drill and usually put the defense at a disadvantage, whether it's you know five on four initially and then that last guy is coming in, um, so you're kind of scrambling in transition. And then uh, initially we, we used to do a rebounding drill every day, take 10 or 15 minutes to do a rebounding drill. And now the game, we incorporate that more, the rebounding and the five-on-five live action. But I think the game has evolved so much at the college level with the ball screens that we take a segment every day to defend ball screens, whether you push it a certain direction, go underneath it, um, kind of soft hedge or corral it or hard hedge and keep them in there. Um, we really kind of changed. It, it used to be guard the ball every day, transition defense every day, and a rebounding drill every day before you kind of get into your team stuff. But like I said, I think the game has evolved so much where every team is running some version of a, a ball screen offense or a set play that involves a ball screen that we really try to take a lot of time to defend that. Hey, Coach, if we come out and watch you guys play, and I, I know that uh, – I'm not sure. May, I might come to the Grinnell game. I, I, you know what? About the first 15 minutes, I love that. Then it kind of gets a little bit like, come on, man. Let's. But uh, before we get into your roster, do you like playing against Grinnell? Um, it's a very hard game to coach at just because it's so much different than any other game that we would play during the year. So it, it's very stressful, hard to coach in. Um, it's always our most well-attended home game because people want to see you go up and down and have them score. I think they're at about 120 points per game or try to hold them be- below that average. So um, it's always our most well-attended home game, but it's a very hard one to coach in just because it's so different than any other game we'll play. Coach, uh, looking at your roster, again, a lot of Wisconsin kids, if, if we came out to watch you play, can you talk a little bit about a couple of kids that uh, are really helping make you guys go this year? Sure. Our, our junior group has been our most consist, consistent group. Unfortunately, we just lost um, Connor Curtis, uh, most likely for the remainder of the year, with a, a severely bulged disc in his back oh. and a muscle tear in his back. So he was leading us in points per game, rebounds per game, uh, field goal percentage, um, steals. So that, that is a pretty significant loss. We just played our first game without him and won at Lawrence on Thursday. Um, our, our next most consistent scorer in the junior class, Joey Syriax from East Troy, has done a, a great job shooting the basketball and scoring for us, and, and will usually match up with the opponent's best perimeter scorer as well. So he's been very complete. And then Joe Lemon from Brookfield Academy, he's battled kind of a, a back injury all year. He's been our third leading scorer and our second leading rebounder. Um, so those three juniors, I, I can't say enough about those guys. And then um, Wade Geenan from Pulaski has been um, a consistent starter this whole year for us, running the point guard spot for us. And we're going we're gonna to have to have more guys do more things. Nobody's going to have to go out and, and get 50 for us without Connor, but everyone's going to have to do a little bit more than what they've been doing. And it opens up an opportunity for some guys that haven't gotten some minutes or been in the rotation, and hopefully they step up. Boy, that's a tough guy to lose, mm-hmm. yeah. Coach. You know, is, like you and said, the he's toughest position. Mm-hmm. The size is just so hard to find. He was our six-five, yep. um, two hundred thirty-pound center for us. He, oh, he, boy. I, I remember, I remember him, um, and Gary and I would would bump into each other often on the recruiting trails when I was at Concordia, <laughs> and um, obviously he does a great job recruiting his kids and and getting them to come and play. And, and I remember Connor; he was 
He's a good player. When man. you when you saw uh, Gary there, were you like, oh man? Especially man. up in the Green Bay area, you know you're done. You got no shot. Well, you know, you know, it was so interesting because after a while, I'll be like, okay, you know something. Um, and they were always nice to me, but I knew they were trying to get the same kid. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> kind of like like Milochics are giving me nothing on St. John's if we play him. Gretch ain't giving you anything. Oh, no. Hey, Gretch, tell me the top yeah, three yeah. things you do yeah. when you recruit. I'm not in the game anymore, so who are you, now who you are can you tell me. at now? That kind of stuff. Hey, Concordia has been winning their share of games as well, so whatever you were doing there, Coach Cooks, um, it's been working out pretty well for them. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. I'll, uh, hey, Gary, I'm, I'm, last question. Your son, does your son or daughter, are they, are they basketball players? They, they both are. Uh, my son is on the varsity. They have a very young team at Notre Dame. Um, and we were really careful at a young age not to push them into it. I wanted them to develop that passion and the love for the game on their own. I think it's very easy as a coach to kind of push them into it and make them do this. But they've been, they've been, um, I've been pleasantly happy with their um, passion for the game, wanting to come up to the gym. And that's nice to have that access to be able to one, spend some time with your kids, but also to bring them to your, your own uh, workplace to get them some shots up. Hey, do you ever uh, break out those old UW-Green Bay tapes and let them let you them know, know on the line, on the line, up the line kind of stuff? Well, I, I think all those tapes are on VHS somewhere in my basement. I've been, I've been pretty careful not to break them out because I think I had some bad hair days back then. And, and the shorts were a little different back then, I got to yeah. tell you. Hey, yeah, Coach. I think one year I had a mullet, too. So I'm not, I'm not breaking that game out. Hey, nothing wrong with mullets. Be careful there. I'm just kidding. Coach, thank you so much. Uh, good luck. Uh, certainly today you guys play uh, at home against Illinois College. And uh, the rest of the way, February 9th, you need to take care of business and, and pay Grinnell back a little bit. Yep. There are one loss in the conference, yep. and they're one game behind us. So one, one game at a time, but that'll be a, a big one at home, certainly. Hey, Gary. Uh, yeah, th- thanks for being one of the good guys. I mean, and I mean that yeah. you're you're one of the good Amen guys out there, yep. man. And and just keep doing what you're doing. Well, I, I think I had some great coaches when I was young, and I always felt I wanted to get into coaching. But being around yourself, Coach Cooks, Coach Haas at Tosa East, Coach Rebholz, and certainly Coach Bennett at Green Bay, kind of led me down the right path. So I had great mentors when I was young, and you were certainly one of them, Coach. Appreciate it. You know, speaking of mentors, we um we have the Milochic boys in here. Um, Gary, and their dad showed up. So I'm going to okay. talk to their dad, Dwayne Sr., about what these guys were like when they were younger. I'm going to get all the dirt on them, man. <laughs> so, so is West Dallas Central and St. John's, are they ever going to play each other? They are. They, they are, are, yes. Yeah. Wednesday okay. night, Wednesday, February 13th. February 13th. I'm going to be at that one just because I support these right. two guys. You haven't asked me for right. his info yet. So I'm waiting for that. Oh, it's coming? Really? You didn't look at your phone lately, have you? I'm asking you to share the whole huddle stuff with me. Hey, Gary, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. If you ever make it down this way and uh, you got a few minutes, I'd love to buy you lunch and, and, and pick your brain. And anything we can do uh, for you here on the high school show, let me know. Well, thanks for having me on, and thanks for what you do for high school basketball, Mike. You got it anytime, Coach. Thank you very much. Other side of the break, Dwayne Sr. is here, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about – getting these boys into basketball and how proud he is, not only of his sons, but his grandkids as well. And we'll do that on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
So when you talk about basketball families, and I've said this a couple of times, in my mind, David, I don't know about yours, my mind, you, you think about the Deaners and you think about the Bennetts, of course, and you think of the Malachik family. And look, I, I think you're either with these guys or you're not. Absolutely. And they do things the right way, I think. Mm-hmm. And they expect a lot and they get a lot. And they, they, they've been around the game and the love that they have for the game is so deep. And you know that because you look at the family and they're all involved in it. It's it's part of the look, it's not the family business, but it's it's part of what they do and who they are. And Dwayne Senior, I, I asked if he would come in and he did, and I thank you so much. I find it very interesting that when you look at your family, sir, sports is a big part of what they do and it started with you. Well, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. And Did you coach? You coach these guys. They talked about you bringing them to some playgrounds, man. So they're getting getting a little tougher. Mm. Yes, I did that uh, when they were. Uh, I can't remember the ages, but uh, we used to go down to, uh, to uh, play on Cass Street or down at Garfield Park. Yeah, and uh, uh, sometimes my wife would actually have to drive the guys <laughs> down there. Well, and then I'd meet them there. Good for her, man. Because, She's part of the business, too. Yeah, she sure was. So <laughs> She birthed was, these boys. It was a family affair, that's for sure. Uh, no doubt. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Uh, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. Born, born in Duluth, but I went to uh, St. Leo's grade school. Okay. And then I went to Blessed Sacrament uh, grade school. Yeah. And graduated from Pius. You did? You're a Pius yeah. Pope. Pius. And at, at Pius, I was the uh, president of the orchestra. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Clarinet player. I did you're a clarinet player. Nobody would have guessed that. Had a little dance band back then. The, 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 the Malachic boys have this reputation being the tough boys. <laughs> on the, on, you know what? You want them in the corner. <laughs> if you got to walk through the alley, you want to take a few of the Malachic boys with you. And, and their daddy played the clarinet. Yeah. I'll be darned. Well, I love sports. Loved okay. it. I always played sports through high school also, but not, uh, not for the high school teams. I was never good enough. Uh, as a freshman, I was 4'11". Okay. And then as a senior, I was 5'5". Five yeah, and, and then uh, even and, back in that day, you weren't posting anybody up. No, but I played. <laughs> okay, I played. Uh, in fact, the uh, the coach at Pius at that time, McMahon, Coach McMahon, my senior year, he says, uh, "Malachik, I'm tired of kicking you out of the gym, <laughs> so you can have you'll be on the team, uh, but um, I'll give you there's one uniform left for you, but you have to be in the end of the bench. You probably won't play." And I said, "Well, Coach, thanks for the offer." I said, "But I, I want to play." So I went and played Sioux I.O. basketball. There you go for yeah. Blessed Sacrament. For Blessed Sacrament, wow. I went to St. Peter and Paul. We used to kick your butt all the time. You, you went so? to St. Peter and Paul? Well, I you're did. pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty young. <laughs> no, no, we're about the same. No, we Blessed Sacrament on on Oklahoma, right? Yes. Yeah, the Lutz um, brothers are yeah. from. Yeah. 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 That. that those those guys. That was were a good family. I was just at uh, good baseball basketball family. Yeah. Bill Lutz uh, just passed away. He did last week. I was at the funeral. Yeah, the, the dad. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I was there. They won the Padre Sarah um, number of years ago. Yeah, and and they had a McGivern on the team. Okay, and no relation, but they spelled the same way. And my son had like a Muni League game there. I was the only fan, of course. That's how weird I am. <laughs> and I looked up at that at that the, the the whole thing that they had, and they had McGivern's last name spelled wrong. Oh. And like a couple days later, I'm at a pizza place on the east side, and I know a guy, and he goes, hey, i got to introduce you. These guys are sick and tired of people saying, are you any relation to Mike or John McGivern? And I go, are you um, from the pious McGiverns? They're like, yeah. I said, 
did your son win the Padres, Sarah? Yeah. I said, did you look at that banner? Yeah, it's beautiful. I said, they spelled your last name wrong. <laughs> and they're like, are you kidding? I go, no. Over at beautiful, oh, blessed sacrament. Hey, when these when these boys started playing basketball, and, and I said a couple of times, you must be really proud of these, 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 these sons and these grandkids that are all – so involved in this game that they love. Yeah, it's uh, proud. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's uh, proud and uh, ecstatic and uh, just it's a dream, you know. And, uh, um, uh, God has been good to us, you know. And, uh, Amen. And uh, um, their mother, Claire, who, who died almost 19 years ago, uh, she was instrumental in, in, in working with me and, uh, and them. And we did a lot of things. I can remember, I got a Time for a real quick story? Yeah, you know, come yeah. on. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. They told me if you come in, I wouldn't have to talk much anymore. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 1965, I had my, uh, we had our third son. And I said, uh, we're living in an apartment. And I said, uh, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to do something to get a basketball hoop in the house. So I built a, uh, a telescoping, telescoping hoop down at the shop, brought it in, bolted it down to the f- hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> And they started playing basketball at one, two, and three. You know, and, and uh, you could adjust it right until the until the uh, backboard hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> the rim the rim was regulation size, and the backboard was very close to regulation size. So you know, there's it never got up too high, but still not bad. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun in there, and that's how it started pretty much. Uh, when we moved to our house in in uh, Muskego in 1968, uh, the first thing I did before we moved the furniture, and I put a hoop on the garage. And, uh, and priorities, I, and, priorities. And, and I took it. I took it. I, I wasn't going to bolt it down into my ho- in my house. The telescoping hoop. So I kind of just <laughs> threw it in the backyard. Hey, <laughs> was Claire was really involved in this as well? Oh gosh, was yes. she a, was she a sports fan? She was a sports fan. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you could any any sport, whether it was basketball, baseball, or football, they played all three. You know, all the, all the kids, and uh, um. Uh, you could hear her whether it was in a gym or or uh, on the field or uh, wherever or on a baseball diamond. Yeah, you could, you, she was uh, very vocal and very <laughs> honest. Uh, she was <laughs> a little David. David, she was pretty honest. She was pretty honest. Yeah, yeah. and it, very vocal. <laughs> Maybe was little... your dad vocal during games? Uh, you can still hear him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not as loud as I used to be because I can't see so good anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, I figured that when I threw a bottle of water at you and, and you ducked, and everybody, your boys all laughed at me, and I said sorry about that. I threw. a a bottle of water right at him. Didn't know that. Hey, we got to get to a break. I, I got to keep you for another segment right. if I can, because we've I've got we could do two more hours because we've got a lot of questions. I always find the dynamic father son stuff really interesting. I had a son that I coached in high school. And he went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College in Watertown, and I watched him for four years. And when it ended, it was painful. Yeah. It was painful. And I have three grandsons now. In fact, I have a five year old. I'm going to go watch him play in the upward league at four today. Young Beckett. He can. He hops around playing defense. We need some work offensively. Maybe I'll talk to you about that <laughs> during the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. And a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. This has been a great show. It's been a great show. 
Milachik family, again, when you talk about, you know, athletic and basketball, for me, families, um, and the head of the family uh, is here, uh, Dwayne Sr. Hey, some guy called in, and who, Jeff, who was the guy that called in? <laughs> Jim Krieger. Jim Krieger. Man, they're telling stories. They whooped you, boys. That's all I'm... No, I don't know. I'm just kidding, Jim Krieger. Thanks for listening. Dwayne Sr.'s like, why are you doing this to me, man? Don't mess with me. I've also asked DJ to join us, um, who's Dwayne's grandson. DJ, when when you knew that you... You know, 15 minutes before you hit the floor to warm up in a high school basketball game, you knew family was going to be there. Yeah, definitely knew family was going to be there. It wouldn't always be grandpa just because of the fact that I have a lot of cousins. And right. he's, you know, he's definitely at a game that night. Not always mine, but he was definitely Big games, at a game. you knew he'd be oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Were you at the Wisconsin Lutheran at Wisconsin Lutheran College when he hit that half court shot in the Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's Can you believe I remember that stuff? I don't know my nieces and nephews names. I know <laughs> stuff like this. <laughs> and if I had thought really hard, I knew it was Hope Christian that they did that too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hey, get much better than that. That's for sure. It it does yeah. not. You, growing up, you knew early on that you were going to play sports, right? Oh yeah. Because you liked it and you competed and and um and it's something that he started. Mm-hmm. I mean, he started with your your dad and and your uncles. That the important part of of playing sports is to compete and learn things about life. And and I know that that Dwayne Senior that that that's what you kind of told these kids and taught them through what what your beliefs were correct oh gosh yes uh number one we always talked about god first that's number one no matter what we're doing and then family was always second and then uh uh school was third your faith your family it's the vince lombardi yeah. stuff man your faith your family and and Martin, then, Martin Luther Bat no <laughs> whoever you guys want to put in that third one you go ahead but i, I and I was talking about that before those guys were born. No, no, that's not true. I'm not that old. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> either am I, but maybe a little bit. <laughs> hey, when um, when you go see West Dallas Central play St. John's on February 13th, that's hard, right? Well, I did it last year. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go, and then I went to the game and I sat on the uh, all these fans sit on the same side. Right. So I sat right in the middle, and I didn't cheer for anybody. I couldn't cheer for anybody. Right. And I was uh, just ecstatic when Dwayne won and just so depressed that David lost. It just, it just killed me. It was just, it tore me apart. So I am going to go again, I think. Yeah, I am going to go again and, and enjoy it and just enjoy the moment. That, I'll, uh, we'll sit together because I'm not rooting okay. for either of those jokers okay. either. So <laughs> I'll just be there watching. I might ask you to videotape a little and pick your brain on a couple of things, but don't worry about it. Just answer my question. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of uh, both of them and, and DJ, of course, and all five of my sons. And you bet. And there's other. Uh, they're coaching, and their uh, other grandchildren are coaching, and they just uh, they're just to me, um, they're terrific, wonderful people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I say this kind of stuff a lot. You're right in the middle of that circle. And, and understand the, the amount of respect that people in the basketball world have for these guys. It, it's off the charts, sir. It, it just is. And you started that. And, and, and you should be proud. And, and it's something that, um, you know, I've got two kids and some grandkids and, and grandsons and another one on the way. And I feel the same way. You know, I'm really proud of my kids and, their, and the spouses that they have and our, our grandsons. 
this is a different animal. These these guys have fallen in love with what I think is your kind of your pseudo family business. What business were you in? What you owned a company? What did you do? Yeah, tool and die company. Yeah, uh, we designed and built uh, plastic injection molds and metal stamping dies uh, for the manufacturing industry. Business was good. Uh, during the years, let's see, I started there in 1961. Okay, and uh, finished there in 2008, and I still putz around a little bit now. At, yeah. at 75, I still do a little bit of consulting. Are you 75? You look good. Wow. You look really good. Thanks. Yeah, Kay, you look better than your boys do. Well, Not the grandson. He's a good-looking kid. The DJ's good, but those other two on the couch over there. Yeah, yeah wake no. them up. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, when people, hey, pe- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, what was it like when the when when these boys would be playing out in? You know, did you have to go out and break up a couple of fights there out in the parking lot? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot, sometimes it was between me and them because I, I always would uh, offer them. The opportunity to win uh, fifty dollars if they could beat me. Oh, Ooh. so we always did that. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, DJ's you know, like, come on, man! man. I, I got mean, a court right down the street here, and he needs the fifty. I'd get pretty rough if they got close. Yeah, I made, I, made them, those... I made them work for it. So he, even at this point, he'd have to work for it. Not too. Still to this now. day, like when we have family parties, we're still out there playing. Whether it's you know myself and my brothers and yeah. cousins, uh, you know, there's going to be at least a three minute part to the game where. <laughs> Grandpa's gonna be out there playing to this you, day. You, you don't guard him, do you? You block it. You, uh, you're blocking his shot, aren't you? You're competitive. Well, look at those low boys are competitive. Man. He gets his shots up for sure. Block my shot? Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> he said he's blocking all of. He's swatting. He's going no, no, no. Like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate your willingness to come in on, and on this show. And um, like I said. The amount of respect outside of that melodic bubble that, that you might not know or might not hear about, we hear. Yep. David hears it. I hear it all the time. You did good, man. Well, you did thanks. real good. You did real you good. Did real, you're going to make good. me cry, huh? <laughs> I, no. Nah. no I, hey, they, I'll take you up on that job. 50, by the way. <laughs> you better guard me. I can still shoot it. And I'm going to watch my great-granddaughter play a game. Uh, game. The really? Old, the oldest one is playing at 1230 here. Oh, my goodness. Basketball yeah. rap, are you involved with that at all? Uh, no, not really. I just encourage them. I love what they're doing. It's, yeah. it's uh, uh, absolutely fantastic. It's what I probably dreamt of, maybe. You know, yeah. They're actually doing it, so it's a wonderful one. And they're terrific at it. You know, uh, would you do me one favor and get Scott Cook to come back in here once in a while? Oh, gosh. Yeah, he keeps blowing me off. Really? Man. Yeah. Okay, we'll get him. I don't know what I ever did to this guy. No, he's a yeah. good guy. <laughs> he's just busy. He's got basketball going. Yeah, yeah. He's going to turn New Berlin West around. Oh, yeah. No yeah. question. Yeah, I love good. talking to him because of his accent, but I have to have him slow down. I know. So I, I have no idea what he's saying. That's yeah. what it's good when you bring him in because I get yeah. calls. What did he say? Yeah. Hey, Dwayne, it was really nice to meet you, sir. Well done. And uh, you know what? Thanks. I'll sit with you during that, that game on the 13th. All right, great. Hey, uh, it's good to see you, brother. Good to see thank you, as you. Well. boys good on the you. couch. Thanks thank for you. Us. What a great yeah. two hours. Thank you very much, Coach. Good to see you again. <laughs> you did great today. This what, is the thank you. This is the Wendy's Varsity. Blitz Can I come back next week? High school, sure. Basketball oh, coach. Yeah, I won't be here, but this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coach Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.